0: Four ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all, ride with us and we won't let you fall. Loving God is what we've come to do, head of fine queens, oh that's the
1: This is your girl Divine and you are listening to Edifying Queens where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truths in the word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear and each week You will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich Word of God. I hope you enjoy.
0: When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well with My soul, with my soul. It
1: Glory, glory, glory to the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us here again on the Edifying Queens. I am your host, Divine, and I was led to sing this song because I'm feeling heavy. And um, the message today is one that my pastor has been preaching to us about casting all of our cares on Jesus Christ because he cares for us. Last but not least was all up in the message um, that my husband and my family and I have been receiving for some time now, excuse me. And um, she didn't even know cause she lives across the ocean. <laughs> But God is so faithful and he's so good that he brings us together. On this show, We he brings us together. We We don't rehearse these things. We are in different places in our lives. And the Holy Spirit has a way of making it all work out. And we are grateful to the God that we serve because he is faithful to us. So right now I'm going to say a little prayer, and we will get right into the Word of God. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for everything that you have given us, everything that you're going to give us, everything that you're doing, in every way that you are giving us life more abundantly. Lord, we thank you and we are honored to be your children god we know that you care for us like no one else can care for us and lord we appreciate you and all that you do and we thank you god we thank you 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 for yet another day and another chance to get it Lord, we just honor you and we praise you. And I pray that the ears on the other side of this message receive it and the heart on the other side of this message is touched and pricked by your holy word. Lord, we love you and we thank you so much for loving us. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. I have not sang in a while, I've stopped singing and I don't know why it may be the busyness of life and which is one of the reasons why this message is so important for me because it's, I don't know how many of you have children, but having a new baby, you have to think about a lot of stuff you weren't thinking about before. I have to change the way I eat because I'm breastfeeding. I have to consider um, the air in my house, the surroundings, of course, the atmosphere always because I have a two-year-old. But like just a lot of things you have to consider um, when your life has a huge change like that. And I've been keeping busy. Um, I have I'm off work, but I, I keep busy. And I am trying to continue to be consistent about my devotional. And I read in my devotional the other way, the other day, excuse me, that it asked if you were trying to, uh, fit God into your schedule. And then it was like, God, you don't fit God into your schedule. You fit your schedule around Jesus. So I am every day working to fit my schedule around Jesus. And it may seem like <laughs> the Edifying Queens has their entire life together, but I'm telling you guys, this is so therapeutic to be able to speak and to have an outlet to share our testimonies and our our experiences with you all. It's It's therapeutic for us and it helps us to navigate, it helps me put things into perspective. It helps me to stay accountable to the calling on my life. And I pray that the Lord will speak to you about what that is for you. What that looks like for you. What keeps you accountable. what What is your calling. And it's important to know. Because you need to know what you're doing so that you can... Uh, Purpose your time. I was listening to a message by Tony Evans that um, Seven had suggested to the group. He suggested that we listen to, I think it was called The Importance of Knowing Your Calling. Understanding Your Calling or something like that. But it's on the Tony Evans podcast. And I was listening to it and he was talking about how people just float through life just existing and how time is attached to your purpose because if you don't understand your purpose then you're not going to manage your time well and if you're not managing your time well you're wasting your time but usually people who manage their time well they they do things with purpose like if you get up in the morning to go to work you're getting you set your alarm you you're purposeful, you're intentional about that stuff, so you we have to be just as intentional about the calling on our lives and the purpose that God created us for, and he talked about how people are obsessed with climbing the success ladder, climbing the ladder of success, and you know but he he said how it's it would be a shame. To get all the way, you know, you're climbing the success ladder. You get all the way to the top only to find that you had your ladder leaned against the wrong wall. That right there shook me. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be doing anything God doesn't want me to do. I don't want to be anywhere he doesn't want me to be. I don't want to be out of place. Because when you're in place, there is nothing that can get in your way. When you are in where God has called you to be, when you're doing what God has called you to do, there's a peace that surpasses all understanding. And I'm trying to be there. And in order to be there and to be clear about things, one of the things I have to do daily is to cast all of my cares on Jesus Christ. And um this is a message preached by uh my pastor James Dr. James E. Williams of Life More Abundantly Island Church. And um he calls them W twos, worry and wait. And in the natural, we can't wait to get our W twos, but in the spiritual we can't wait to get rid of them. We have to get rid of our worry and our wait. You you have to understand That Jesus can carry anything you're dealing with And sometimes Sometimes we forget Sometimes we forget God is who he is But Thank God for his holy word Because that reminds us That's why it's so important to have the word hidden in your heart So He talks about how you can't operate In the kingdom With worry and weight And I'm going to pull up so some verses. If you got your Bible, put your fingers in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And then we'll be in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Then we'll be Nehemiah chapter 8. Verse 10 Starting at verse 10 And then If we get to some of the other things I'll let you guys know So Right now we're going to be in Philippians chapter 4 And if you haven't listened to The previous episodes Please go back and listen to Jay Nice. And last but not least, and purified messages, because they are just, they're on fire. We're on fire for the Lord. So Philippians 4, verse 6, and it says, Be anxious for nothing. This is the New King James Version. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So these two verses, be anxious for nothing. What in your life are you anxious about? What is kind of driving you a little bit crazy? What has been on the top of your list? Think about that for a minute. What gets your heart pumping extra fast when you think about it? Um, this can also be looked at in the form of items, like I know Jay Nice was talking about buying a house the other the other week, and all I said she was she wanted to make plans, and Soul Jam was like, mm, I don't know, he want to wait a little bit. And she was like, well, we need to get the loan and we need to get to looking at things and we need to get approved. And all I said was be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And she was like loud and clear because sometimes we can forget that this with Thanksgiving is in here. That means being grateful and thankful for the things that you do have and to let your Request be made known to God But having The peace that surpasses All understanding with the things That you already have So And I don't believe That the Lord would have us All over the place Because um, when you're anxious You know that's the root to Word, word to anxiety And Anxiety is not healthy for you So we just want to keep our minds, our hearts and minds clear on what, on, on the things of God, because when we keep our eyes on him, it's hard to be anxious for anything because he, he keeps us in perfect peace. So, um, let's see, settle yourselves down. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer. Throughout each day Offering your faithful requests Before God With overflowing gratitude Keep your mind God will keep your mind Don't move on the devil's word Sometimes we can be moved by Something we see Someone else doing or having um, And we want that And That's unhealthy Because God, what God has for you is for you while you're waiting, be quiet. Don't let the devil know you're coming. You're becoming weary. Keep your complaints to yourself. God doesn't like complaining. This is, uh, our pastor was talking about how the children of Israel, when they were complaining about the meat, <laughs> they were complaining to the Lord that they wanted meat to eat or whatever. They were just super ungrateful. Does that sound familiar? I know I could be ungrateful sometimes, but, um, Waiting on God's word is super important and not letting the enemy know when you're losing grip. That's why when you begin to lose grip, bring it right on back to Philippians 4. And there's some other good stuff Uh, while we're in Philippians 4. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm just giving you all things as they come. So we talked about meditating on things. Um, This was actually the word last week. He, he, He was reviewing how meditating on things and the example was how when you want a car or something like that for me it's a cadillac srx that is my dream car and it used to be a white cadillac srx with champagne seats the sunroof i want it fully loaded i want the heated seats i want i want i want the whole shebang i want the luxury exclusive or whatever you want to call it well and now it's the champagne color uh, now I want everything champagne. I want champagne interior. I want champagne exterior. I want and I want the luxury version of the car So wherever I go No matter what we're doing because my husband knows this as well Whenever I see a Cadillac I I all I can always I always notice a Cadillac SRX whether it's from the side from the back from the front I can always recognize and I'm like That's my dream car. That's my car in Jesus name, you know, and I'll reclaiming claiming and everything like that. But it's because I've meditated on it. So whenever you, whenever you meditate on a thing, because I've, I've thought about this car, you know, cause I've thought about the color. I've thought about the details of my wants. And so it's, it's, it's in my mind. I can, I can envision it. I can see it. And I think about it. But the point is, whatever you meditate on is what you'll see. So in the natural meditating on a car, you see that car everywhere. No matter what it is. My husband sees Mustangs everywhere. He notices Mustangs from the side. He used to have one. So he notices them from the side. He knows what version they are from the front, from the back. You know, he knows what they look like. He he's he because because he's meditated on it. So that much more for the word of Jesus Christ, because in verse eight of chapter four of Philippians, um, it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good rapport, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Now, if we get into uh, the crooks and crannies of this, this last part, if there is anything of virtue, let's look up virtue. While we're looking up virtue, it says if there is of anything, anything praiseworthy. Is there anything praiseworthy in your life? Well, I can think of one and I'm not even looking at you, but you're listening to this. You can hear me. (coughs) Um, that's praiseworthy. Um, you have your right mind, Sir ma'am, that's praiseworthy. Um, you got air in your body, breath in your lungs, that's praiseworthy. Amen. So if there is anything praiseworthy in your life, you know, anything of virtue, so I found the definition of virtue, anything moral of moral excellence any any goodness, any righteousness, amen. Anything a good or of good or admira- admirable quality or property, amen. Wonderful, wonderful savior. Isn't that good to you? If there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. meditate the- Meditate on things that are true. Meditate on things that are noble. Meditate on things that are just meditate on things that are pure and meditate on things that are lovely and of good rapport meditate on beautiful things it says meditate on beautiful things if you have anything praiseworthy in your life amen so anything we meditate on is what it's going to look like. A lot of people like to charge it to the universe. Like, oh, whatever you put out into the universe, um, that is what you're going to get back. So there's, there's this book called The Secret. And like at one point in my life, I was like obsessed. I was like, oh, the secret. But I knew the secret was Jesus. Even at the time, I was like, oh, man. So this energy that I'm putting out is going to come back to me. That is 100% true. You know why it's true? because god has already said it. That it this ain't nothing new the enemy did not invent this the world didn't invent this the universe didn't invent this god already said this amen so amen so um like my pastor always says i got script i got bible for you <laughs> So, um, in Galatians Chapter Six, let's go there. Galatians Galatians Six Verse, um, it's verse seven uh do not be deceived god is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life Ooh, gonna read verse nine and let us not Grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap. If we do not lose heart. Ooh, Mm-hmm-hmm. you know what? Read in verse ten. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household. Of faith May a God Add a blessing (laughs) To the readers, hearers, and doers Of his holy word That was nowhere in my notes But God has taken us there So As far as meditation goes Do not Do not Give the enemy credit give the universe credit give yoga credit give buddha credit that god is due this the the meditation associated with all of the other religions and all of the other spiritual situations that people have going on in the world they're effective but only to a fault they're effective but only to a fault because there's an ending to that peace. There's no ending in the, <laughs> there's no ending in the peace of God. There's no ending to that, Amen. Because God, He's He's an He's an eternal God. We have Him forever. So as long as we're tuning into the Holy Spirit every single day, meditating on His Word, which also brings me meditation, also has to do. It's not just, you know, sitting and mulling over something, but it's also about what you speak. I'm going to look that up too. Meditation. So the act of meditating, um, continued or extended thought, reflection, contemplation. So if you're meditating on something, you, it also has to do with you speaking or mumbling um mumbling or what what you say in and things that you say and things that you do, so that also brings me back to God's holy Word. Once you start thinking about things that are pure and holy and of good rapport, then you start living that. Does that make sense? You start living a life that reflects truth, a life that reflects nobility, a life that reflects justice and purity and a lovely life of good rapport. When you start reflecting on those things, when you meditate and you think about God's holy word day and night, no matter what you're doing. You put that out there and it comes back to you um let's see don't oh this is good don't allow distractions to become the main attraction so when whenever you whenever the the enemy knows that you are getting weary he'll put things in your way He'll put little arguments or little tiffs, as we like to call them, in the way of your marriage or your relationships with your family, you know, your children. He'll put things in your way to distract you from what God wants you to do. God wants your children to see you living holy, living out his holy word, worshiping and praising them. Why wouldn't the enemy come in? And put some offense in there Put some issues in there But if we get distracted And focus on whatever the issue is We'll miss the glory of God I think it was the last message our pastor preached um, I think he said I don't know if it was the last message or not But I know it was in the message I think it was last Bible study But he said What on earth are you thinking what on earth are you thinking and you have to say it slow because <laughs> what on earth are you thinking if we continue to focus on things that are not of god if we keep our focus Only on what we see in the natural, only on what our carnal minds can perceive, we miss Jesus completely. We miss him. So we have to keep our minds stayed on him. And that brings me to Isaiah chapter 26. Go with me there. Isaiah chapter 26. Verse 3 You will keep him in perfect peace Whose mind is stayed on you Because he trusts in you And then verse 4 We're going to see look now Trust in the Lord forever For Yah the Lord is everlasting strength Amen. And then Philippians 4 and 4, if we go back to there, I'm on a computer y'all, so bear with me. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. And then that brings me, because rejoicing brings you strength. Because when you're rejoicing Let's go on to Nehemiah Like my pastor say I got Bible for you Nehemiah chapter 8 Verse 10 Chapter 8 verse 10 Then he said to them Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if we couple, how how, how can I be anxious for nothing? How can I? by rejoicing always that is that is that is the word ladies and gentlemen by rejoicing always be anxious for nothing how is that possible there's a whole bunch happening in the world right now there's a whole bunch happening in the world right now COVID, racism come on somebody They they doing a lot right now with gender this non-binary stuff jesus is on his way let let it be well with our souls let him find us doing what he wants us to do how do we do that how do we be anxious for nothing how do we not get boggled down by the things and the ways of this world rejoice in the lord philippians 4 and 4 rejoice in the lord always for the joy and then nehemiah 8 verse 10 for the joy of the lord is your strength rejoicing eliminates complaining hallelujah rejoicing takes your mind off of the weight of the world it takes your mind off of the weight whatever you're struggling with whatever you're carrying it takes your mind off of the weight and then when you get your mind off of the weight then oh oh hope we can shift we can shift we can shift all the way to philippians What is it? Philippians 4 and 8 Going back to Philippians I should just press the back button Then we can put our things back Our mind back on things that are Pure and holy Yep, Philippians 4 and 8 True, noble and just And then we start meditating on those things And then we start receiving from God what he wants us to receive and then get this saints once you master that cycle of because it's not we're not guaranteed that we're never going to be we are human you will be anxious at some point about something something will get your blood pressure high it's inevitable but that is why we have Jesus Christ so when you're anxious the cycle we're going to be we're anxious But how can we get over our being anxious from uh, Philippians 4 and 6 well the answer is in Philippians 4 4 rejoice in the Lord always rejoicing brings your strength because in Nehemiah 8 verse 10 for the joy of the Lord is my strength and once you have your strength back put your mind back on Philippians 4 and 8 finally brethren Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good rapport. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate, 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 Meditate. engage in thought or contemplation, reflect, reflect. On these things, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Well, glory to God. I hope that that blessed you. I am looking for the blessing in today, and in um, I'm living for it today. I'm li- I'm looking for the blessing in today. And I hope you are looking for the blessing in today. Take each day, one day at a time. Because God provides. Everything we need In one day We can't add a cubit to our life The word says it Let me find it for you So you know I ain't lying to you Amen 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 Glory to God Let's go to Matthew Hallelujah Hallelujah Matthew six, thank you, Jesus. I hope that blessed you. That blessed me. I didn't know I wasn't planning to go there, but God is good. Amen. Mm. Ooh, glory to God. Matthew twenty seven. Matthew chapter six verse twenty seven. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glories was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you oh you of little faith then verse 31 says therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat what shall we drink or what shall we wear for all these things the gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows what you that you need all these things 33, let's do it, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Verse 34, I'm going, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble Let's let's stay here Let's stay in today Let's stay grounded in the word of God today Let's center our day around God Today And that will equip you, ladies and gentlemen To do your purpose In that you will find your purpose. It will come. It will just come to you. But our number one purpose on this planet. Number one. We were made to worship. And you know honestly I'm going to be real transparent with y'all right now. I'm going to be real open. I used to get in this real stank attitude about worshiping God. I wouldn't stay there put something in me my my flesh will rise up and be like well why do I like I was made to worship God like really like I'm there's nothing else I'm good for <sighs> but the rep it's a revelation of a difference like my pastor says when you understand who God is how can you sit still I can't sit still thinking about who he is thinking about Jesus, hallelujah, thinking about all he's done for me and all my filth. What he sacrificed, what he's given, and just who he is. Aside from everything that he's done for me, who he is. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is El Shaddai. He is Adonai. He is Elohim. Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is our provider. He is our deliverer. He is our way maker. He is. He is. He is. He is. That's why when God says, I am. That's why that's why there's a period at the end, I am, hmm. I am, I am, I am, he is the great I am, he is. And when you think about how marvelous and wonderful he is, aside from everything that he's done for you just today. Just within the hour. Aside from all of that. You can't help but worship him. You can't help but worship him. And that is where I choose to live my life today ladies and gentlemen. I choose to live my life in the vein of focusing on what is pure and what is just and what is lovely. Because he is. And when you think about. Who he is. That's all the pureness, all the loveliness, all the nobleness you could ever need. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for these people that are listening. I thank you for your children. I thank you for using me, Lord as a vessel to do your will, your way, God. I thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve you on this podcast. God, I pray that lives were touched and souls were healed and spoken to. Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, if there is anybody out there that does not know you, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they, they confess with their mouth, that you lord jesus and believe in their heart that god raised you from the dead because that ensures that they will be saved because romans 10 and 10 says for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation and romans 10 and 13 says for whoever calls on the name Of the Lord shall be saved. If that is you and you believe in your heart. That the Lord Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day. You are saved. Welcome to the family. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, I thank you so much for their life. I thank you, God, for saving them this hour. God, we thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do. And we just bless your holy name, oh God. We thank you so much for allowing us to see another day. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com. That's eqlovesjesus, all one word, at gmail.com. Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed.